Good evening, fuckers, and welcome again. We are again here at another podcast of the, the Patriot Party Podcast. Hello, Patriots. I have to say that song gets more appropriate every time we play it. This would be the second podcast of this week as uh, my beloved betrothed, however you would like to. Yeah, I'm your wife, babe. Betrothed was a long time ago. Beloved's okay, though. This one over here next to me. His uh, much better half. She had to put this one out. uh, Well, she had to put that first one out, obviously, for obvious reasons. Hopefully tonight we will have uh, Deplorable Janet joining us. Uh, We wanted her to join us anyway due to what we're going to cover tonight. Uh, but we're going to start out. Uh, we don't have her just yet. She's coming, um, hopefully, and uh, we can get her on here and get her viewpoint. I'm pretty sure she's going to echo whatever we say, so I'm not too, too worried about it. Um, but either way, again, welcome. And I know a bunch of you, if any of you are anything like me right now, your assholes uh, are puckered very tight. Um, if you stuffed a piece of coal up your ass in a day or so, you'd have a diamond. Um, I've not had a lot of sleep in the last 24 hours and just elected today being this Sunday. I did elect to sit around and do nothing but get really drunk and pass out and sleep a lot because I was not sleeping very well last night and it didn't have to do with work. It's not like I was running around uh, saving lives or putting out fires because it sure as hell fucking wasn't happening. It was like a normal night at the firehouse, which meant I was sleeping or should have been sleeping. And long story short, I was not doing that. So instead, it took you a very long time to tell that short story, by the way. Yes. Well, I am Irish. <laughs> you know, we have to make up for the sizes of our when, penis. When somewhere. Mick says long story short, you know, it's already it's actually a long, long. It's already a long story. <laughs> and it so. should have been short. So either way, well, uh, we just got back from DC. Well, we got back from DC a couple of days ago and you know, I I don't watch the mainstream media as a rule because it really just pisses me off. Mick puts it on here and there, but even some of it filtered through and I'm just so appalled at the hypocrisy and the straight up lies from what they're saying. You know, we had, well, not even the straight up lies, the reporting, just the way they're reporting on it is, completely opposite of what we witnessed yeah it was i mean from numbers oh yeah all saying, the, all the way a hundred thousand people couple hundred bullshit. couple hundred right. thousand no, is I'm what sorry, they said there were millions there were six people there, there was estimated 6.7 million people there Seriously. and they, they judged it on the number of people or they judged it in the length of the crowd when it left the ellipse to go to the capitol and they judged it based upon a size and the size they judged it at was five and a half miles long. So if you consider a mile, it's like a mile and a little bit is considered a million. Uh, you can go ahead. Now that was five times what they watched walk down the street and they estimated the crowd size at generally about 6.7 million. They couldn't put an actual number on it because there were still people at the ellipse after the, majority of the crowd was already at the Capitol. And the ellipse was amazing. They don't show you that on TV, but we had literally thousands of people saying our father together, praying together, singing the national anthem. Um, I, I kind of drove McNutt's what, because Lee, Lee Greenwood. Yeah, um, yeah. God bless America. God bless America. Um, what is, no Lee Greenwood our, our is song too. They were singing. Oh, that well, well, they did. Yeah. They did. They um, were rocking out with twisted sister. Oh, give them um, yeah. And you know, it was, 
I walked around. I talked to so many people. I kind of drove. She literally, if you'd given her enough time, she would have talked to each and every 6.7 million Trump supporter that showed up there. Because I've never met a stranger in my entire life, especially not a strange dog. So I, I had to talk to every single dog there. Um, even caught a lost one and returned it to its owner. That was like my my good karma for the day there. But I, I well, talked to a whole bunch of people. I thought picking up trash was our good karma for the day because we did. Well, do that we did too. that too. We'll get to that. But um, it was probably the most incredible, probably the only show of unity that I have seen in this country in years. We saw flags from everywhere. We well, saw some bags, since 9/11. Bags for since 9/11. Yes, we saw bags for Trump, rainbow flags everywhere. Iranians for Trump, a huge crowd of Chinese fighting against the CCP. Communism. Yep, yeah, fighting against communism. Um the Chinese for Trump. I mean, it was incredible. Blacks for Trump, women for Trump. I mean, just everybody you can imagine. We were all there for the same reason. It was just, it was like Woodstock. I mean, for real, the first Woodstock, it was just love. And there was a lot of, if if cops wanted to make a dent on the drug population, they probably should have been there because I smelled more weed being smoked there. It's legal in DC, babe. That's why they were doing it. Wow. It was amazing. It was lots of green, lots of happy people. Um, and I, I talked to, I mean, people from all over the country. Yep. I think I talked to someone from every state and we saw a whole bunch of Patriot. Actually, we saw a different Patriot oh, from six states yeah. in total. We saw six states worth the Patriot Party folks who are starting their own. We're actually now more or less organizing because we're like, hey, we need your info because we want to send you stuff because we want you to get started. We have actual paperwork. We need you to fill out. Uh, the more states we can put this in, the more people we can get behind it. Um, we can actually file the final petition to actually get this recon- get us recognized uh, as a federal party, not just a state party. Uh, the state party is kind of easy because I don't actually have to really do all that much. All we got to do is raise some money and put forward a candidate. Um, but eventually we do have to. And there's going to be a lot of openings soon here for candidates. Yeah. Well, a lot of openings for candidates. Well, we're hoping really soon. Like so, within the next hopefully 10 days or yeah, so. Yeah, for real. Um, but we'll get to that too. But, you know, after the ellipse, and we left a little bit before the end of Trump's speech, not because we were upset about anything he said or anything like that. I honestly anticipated him presenting evidence in front of Congress. I did not expect him to drop a bombshell at the ellipse, like I think a lot of people maybe did. We left because there were six and a half million people that had to get from the ellipse to the Capitol. And, and I kind of saw the route that everybody was going. And I said, hey, and if we, we want to make it down there in one piece, we need to start moving now. And we weren't actually inside the ellipse. We were on the lawn in front of the Washington Monument. And we knew that whole crowd was going to be coming out of the ellipse. So we because, left a because, little Hold early. on one second. Yeah. Because let's be honest about what we saw. We walked from our from the hotel that... We stayed at. Me and Vlin were staying at. Yep. And Janet was staying at. We walked from that hotel down to the Ellipse. That's a little bit of, it's like a mile and a half. Yeah, it wasn't too bad. We left the hotel at 6 a.m. 6.30. We, no, because we got there at 6.30. Oh, that's right. Okay. Yeah. We got there at 6.30. Yeah. We got there at about 6.30. took us about 30 minutes to make that walk it, that early in the morning because the roads were already shut down. And we walked with a probably about another couple hundred thousand Trump well, supporters I mean, going down there. Just initially, there was probably about a hundred of us. And then as we got closer to the ellipse, everyone 
when, when we showed yeah, up, when we showed thousands. up at the ellipse, when we were going to go, our initial plan was to go inside the ellipse, go through security, get searched, get patted down. When we got there, there was already probably about a million people there. And I kind of looked around and I saw the line and I said, uh, we can stand in this line. We will be standing in this line all day. We're not going to talk to a soul. We're not going to see anything. We're not going to be able to talk to anybody. I have a better idea. Let's go over here. It looks like they opened the grounds to the Washington Monument or right there by the Washington Monument. I was like, let's go over here. It looks like there's probably going to be a crowd here throughout the whole day. So let's hang out here and see who we can talk to here. So we stayed by the Washington Monument. There was at the time we got there, it was uh, women for Trump who were doing their thing on. They had people coming up and talking on the stage and uh, and they had TV screens set up so that we could see everything that was going on inside yeah. the ellipse. We had no need to be in there. We were able to really connect with a lot more people outside and it was really cool. It um, was, I've never been to a political rally and I don't consider myself much of a political activist. However, we did see holy, I mean, I was amazed. I was in awe. I, 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 I never thought my whole, and I even told both Janet and V Lynn when we were sitting down there, I looked at both of them and I said, you know, I never thought in all my years after doing what I did for the military and where I'm at now, I never thought I'd be in Washington, D.C., screaming at the top of my lungs, telling Americans to wake up. Never thought I'd ever do that. Never thought that that was ever going to be required. I thought that's why I went and did what I did. And uh, on Wednesday, I found myself right there with everybody else screaming at the top of my lungs. Hey, America, wake the fuck up. And uh, found a lot of other Americans who were all red pill woke. It was pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, we did see early on, we did see the Antifa homos. We did see them. In we saw, fact, Janet and Mick saw. Well, that, I was waiting for Janet to come on. Hopefully she, when, she get, when she gets in here, we'll be able to talk more about that because that one is nuttier than shit. Uh, nuttier than squirrel turds. I'm telling you right now. Um, there's a lot, though, that we saw that day that was just. It was so peaceful. It was so happy. It was like the vibe was just great. And then we went. We 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 walked and, you know. Okay. Hooked it, got on the so, road. Yeah, we, okay, we marched, but not in the way that people think of marching. You know, we, we weren't armed by any means. No one was armed. Um, Mind you, up there, until this point, we there, still have seen zero violence. There certainly wasn't an angry mob of protesters marching down the street. We didn't flip cars. We didn't burn buildings. We didn't graffiti. We didn't vandalize. There was no Nazi signs. There was no Heil Hitler, which is how they're trying to portray us. That is absolute bullshit. Um, we walked down the street with, you know, six million other people. Well, I mean, when we went out, there was probably a couple hundred thousand on the street with us. Yeah. And I, I mean, literally heads as far as I could see. And I put my phone on a little selfie stick and I held it up above the crowd. And as far as I could see in front of me and as far as I could see behind me, it was just full of people. So it was a good ways. And then as we came up on some intersections, I looked over to the right and there's that same stream of people going down the parallel street to us. So because two streets. Yeah. They blocked off constitution and they blocked off New York and they both were blocked off going straight down towards the Capitol, which are two ways from Pennsylvania to the Capitol. And uh, they blocked off both roads. And they had people on both roads. Both roads were packed. That's how they got the six, anywhere between. So if you figure why, why it's 6.7, okay? So, so you know, it's three miles from the ellipse to the And we got that Capitol. number from a friend in the White House. So yeah. that's 
pretty accurate. We so it's three miles from the ellipse to the White House. Um, it's or from the ellipse to the Capitol on both New York and Constitution. So now you got two roads completely packed. So three miles, that's six miles in total. And they said there was five miles worth of people. So that's where they got the number 6.7 roughly because there probably actually was closer to 7 million people there because those roads were still packed even after the main crowd had made it to the Capitol. So when we got down to the Capitol, we, we stayed in front of the statue because Mick wouldn't let me go up the steps because he, he knows I have um, no fear and no filter and I probably would have gotten my ass arrested or at least tear gassed. Um, but you know, we were there for a minute and, you know, we were in front of the statue and well, the, no, no, no. Talk about, first still, of all, even halfway, still. halfway down there. I mean, we were walking and it seemed fine. Didn't we still have, haven't seen any violence and we got there pretty early. So, but you could definitely feel that the vibe changed. Something changed. Well, what changed was that Pence came out and said that, well, how people interpreted it was that he was not going to um, consider the dueling slate of electors or send it back to the states. Well, it, that was it, but you could feel that the vibe in the crowd had changed. Things had changed. Something had changed. And we noticed it. I noticed it a little bit quicker just because I saw how quickly people were moving in the direction to the White House or to the, to the Capitol, Capitol. Uh, from the White House. I kind of noticed it in some other things too, but it just, you could tell that um, I, I, ten, the tension, the tension amped. Yes. And uh, I mean, I didn't feel any tension when we were over at the other, uh, on the other side. And I also saw some people that just, mm, they were not, because if you remember, Trump said, hey, if you're coming to this rally, Where show your up and your MAGA gear. Yeah. And everybody who was a Trump supporter was... Deck, decked out, out in MAGA gear. Absolutely. I mean, I was in my MAGA hat. Yeah. Uh, Lynn was in her MAGA, MAGA hat. We were both in Patriot Party sweatshirts. MAGA socks. I mean, we've got more. Deal. We've got more uh, swap casts that we have to do now than I've heard in a while. I mean, we got seven groups that we have to talk to uh, that we want to do swap casts with. But that, those, those were, those were our people. We, we recognize them. Yeah. And, and like Joe said on the, in the interview, even when he went into the Capitol, he could feel the difference. You, you knew who was our people and who was just pretending. Yep. And you could see that walking down the street and it, it wasn't, it wasn't, you could feel that. Yeah. You could feel it. It wasn't a matter of color or sexual orientation or ethnicity or anything like that. It was, it was a, a feeling like yep. this dude's not right. That he's, yeah, he's not supposed to be here. He's he's not one of us. And you got some of that on here and there, scattered throughout. But when we got to the Capitol, we stayed down by the statue. Well, I got we got down, we got up to the Capitol. We got there and uh, we got up to the statue. And I saw that the crowd was already up to a certain point on the stairs. And I said, hey, I don't think we need to go any further than this. And mind you, again, we still haven't seen any violence. We had been down there for about roughly, I, I think it was like five, maybe ten minutes. And that's when I heard the first flashbang go off uh, and then started seeing smoke above. We saw the tear gas. Um, it got, you could definitely feel now something was happening. I couldn't see what was happening. I had, uh, I got a buddy of mine, like I said, I got a couple of buddies down there, a couple that are uniform secret service division guys. I've got another guy that actually works within the white house. 
And uh, I texted him and I said, hey, and mind you, uh, you have to understand the whole day we've been down there uh, because it is the president. And I know this. It's not it's not nothing new to me. It's not like I thought, hey, our phones are going to work perfectly with no fucking problems. I, I knew better than that. Oh, I mean, yeah. No, we, they, 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 shut, down they shut down all the cell we couldn't networks. Get anything couldn't out. get anything we out. Couldn't get any couldn't pictures, get pictures out, out. Video, nothing. Not, we could barely get phone calls out. So I, I knew better than that. And I had, uh, we were, heck, actually, we were trying to get QDOT to rendezvous with us. Yeah, never and when QDOT finally got me pictures of where he was, he was nowhere near anywhere where we were. He couldn't even imagine where we were. When I mean, there were just I so many it people. It was, we were lucky that we met up with the friend that we did. Yeah. Yeah. So, but once we got down to the, got down to the Capitol building and when they started attacking Trump supporters and I can't put it any other way because there was no warning. They opened the gates for people to go through you know, there were no cops there. I, there was a handful of cops. Come on. I mean, during, during, they knew how many people were coming. They had the National Guard there. Why wasn't the building cordoned off by they cops? They didn't have the National Guard there. Yeah, they did. No, they, they, no, they didn't. No, Whatever. They didn't. What, but still, I mean, even still, why, why well, wasn't the whole building cordoned off with cops? No. They opened doors. They gave them fucking directions, well, they also for were, God's sake. And I kind of agree. I agree with Rush. I agree with Shapiro on this, that. They weren't expecting that from what they thought we were Republican. Just, they thought we were just going to just going to sit down and sing Kumbaya. Yeah, more and, or less. They were kind I, of yeah. in that mindset. Yeah, they well, thought, you know what? We're not fucking taking it anymore. Well, that yeah. that was not something they were expecting. Yeah, but, they didn't expect us to grow some fucking balls. Well, it, it wasn't even that I I. Anyway, whatever. I <laughs> I was not up there. I can't speak intelligently for what took place between the police and Everybody else, I heard everything. I, I can tell you, I have saw the, the the guys that they're talking about. And I can tell you right now, there was definitely some people who were not on our side that were pushed into that crowd that were pushing in a direction. Um, it, it, there's there's no way other way to explain it. They obviously were not Trump supporters. They were dressed to look like Trump supporters. I've seen the videos of the people that have come forward and said, yeah, I got paid to look like a Trump supporter to be down there, but to antagonize the shit out of everybody. They did just that. Um, and they pushed people in there. Our problem is going to be, and I said it that day, I, I'll say it again. Uh, our problem is this. They were wearing Trump gear. They were in the Capitol. And the issue is going to be is that everybody's just going to look at us all just like those few people that went in there. Um, not all the Trump supporters in there did damage. They I, went I in know. there. They more or less took a sightseeing tour. We're like, yes. hey, look this at this cool. shit. I'm yeah. in the rotunda. When am I ever going to do this again? Yeah. Never. Absolutely. This is the home this, of government. This was the definition of a mostly peaceful protest. Minus one person in a cop died. Minus those things. Well, that's why I said a mostly peaceful protest protests because I'm sorry during the BLM riots which they called mostly peaceful peaceful protests a lot more than one cop and four people died it was more like you know 16 people in a night cops plus, bleeding out in the street and they didn't give a, a church, fuck about plus yeah, church and burning down. shit and yeah. looting yeah. I'm sorry there was none of that and there trust was, me there were plenty of cars at the capitol there were fucking tons of cars at the capitol that we could have flipped that could have been set on fire could have been vandalized but what there weren't what there wasn't anywhere anywhere in sight was garbage cans 
Nor was there bricks or pre-staged pallets of bricks or pre-staged pallets but of Now, why would they cans? remove all of the garbage cans? Oh, they can be used as because, thrown objects. But if they expected us to, to just sit down mayor. and be peaceful and kumbaya, then why would they expect us to? Okay, so if they expected us to be so peaceful that they wouldn't bring the cops out, why would they remove the garbage cans? Uh, you're, 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 you know how that is. Yeah, because, and, because they want to make us look bad. Yep, yep, because, because they wanted it was all to make about us look bad. Optics. It because was all, about all optics. optics, yes. They wanted the city to be piled full of trash afterwards because they could say, look what fucking pigs they are. Yeah, the Trump supporters came in and they destroyed the city. Yeah, that's what they wanted. That's exactly what they wanted. And um, I'm telling you, the whole freaking storming the Capitol bullshit was planned too. Well, I, and I think it was planned I, for a couple of reasons. So did you watch the... 19 the full 19 minute video of general mcinerney speaking off the cuff at yeah. a uh yeah. Yeah, i'm sure everybody thing. has because you pushed it out over your telegram well fantastic i should hope so so that I, that full 19 minutes and i called this before that just because i picked your brain a little bit without you realizing it and watched your facial expressions but um so general didn't pick my general brain. mcinerney confirmed that special forces uh actually embedded in antifa which in turn embedded as Trump supporters and stormed the Capitol. So all those laptops that went missing, 15 of them, General McInerney flat out said that his wife has a picture of them. Well, I'm going to tell you this much. I guarantee they weren't special forces again, because one more time, there's a lot of shit that hasn't done. There's a couple, again, I told you about these hurdles. You continue to not listen to me about the hurdles. I'm trying to stay factually relevant. Yes. You can't say it's not special forces though, because I know the shit that you guys do under the auspices of training. No, but it's not that you're Uh, not listening. What I'm talking about. Okay. okay? For certain things like this to take place, there are things in public that have to come out. I.E. Posse Cumitatis for it to be lifted against federal troops takes a lot. And you have to have an, okay with a thumbs up and it has to be done in the public eye because everybody has to be aware that federal troops are now going to operate on U.S. soil. It cannot happen. It is not allowed. It is the hardest thing in the world to get done. And yet I've seen you fucking do it. Yeah, the auspices of training. That's a whole different story <laughs> because certain yes. things were done. Yes. People were aware. Yes. The general public, maybe not, but there were governors, uh-huh. state people that were aware uh-huh. that this was going to be happening. Yeah. And Anytime we went. Yeah. Okay. I'm sorry because fucking the Democrats set up the fucking raid. So yeah, they were aware. I, I'm just going to tell that's, you. I mean, that's some sneaky four or five, eight deep chest shit, but I'm telling you, that's what they're going to say. They I don't think they were SF guys. I, just because okay. General McInerney is the one coming out saying it, I do not believe they were SF guys. I guarantee they were probably federal law enforcement of some sort that were sent in there to do it. You know, the DEA and the ATF, a lot of us, when well, we retire, would you please shut the fuck up? Right, when fine. we retire from the military, there's a lot of us that go into the ATF, the DEA, and we get to do all that cool shit. And it does not mean that it wasn't retired SF guys that did that shit or retired Delta guys or retired anybody that did. And now I'm not talking about Delta, the fucking airlines. All right. You crazy bastards. I'm talking <laughs> the other guys, CAG, first special forces, operational detachment, Delta, those guys, that's, those are the guys I'm talking about. Well, they go Trump into that did shit. say in his speech, 
you know, after he denounced uh, the violence I on the I heard six, all of that. He I, everybody's that he read called that. Out federal forces to secure the building. So, everybody's yeah, you know read what? that. You're right. They're probably not an active Delta team that embedded itself into. No, they're Antifa. probably federal they law enforcement ab- who have a warrant, mm-hmm. which means that guess what? They just did it all legally. Mm-hmm. Whether or not the person knows they did it legally is immaterial. But I'm going to also tell you this one, too, because this is also another great one that I, I heard. Uh, I also know that also was taking place um, <laughs> while they were in there doing all that other stuff. I have heard and know of some notes that were left on a certain speaker's cunt desk. desk, cunt speaker, that told Antifa which offices to ransack. Well, that's really interesting. We're going to ransack. Why Why would we ransack certain offices? I wonder. Hmm. I'm confused. And why would that cunt speaker leave notes for Antifa on her desk if the whole thing wasn't fucking planned Stage in the first place? in the first place. Exactly. Yep. Exactly. That I find interesting. But so, there was some other shit that's uh, I've gotten. We've gotten a lot of stuff about it. I'm kind of waiting for some more. We've got some more people that still haven't talked back to us. Um, I was given a message from a person that I know of in that area who told me, keep your eyes up and be ready. So if you want to take that as the chair is against the wall and this is Red Dawn, then the chair is against the wall. The muskrat jumps over the grove. Those are all statements from Red Dawn. And if you've ever seen the movie with Patrick Swayze, you're probably laughing your balls off right now. And I feel bad for you, but that's how old I am. So the chair is against the wall. Well, I'll tell you, that's... I, I and they have, refer to us as patriots in that movie too, by the way, I just have, so you're aware. I have aware. heard people uh, talk about Red Dawn today. And I, I listen to a lot of podcasts as well, just like Mick does. And um, actually, it was funny. Last night, I was watching Newsmax. and It was right before they switched to the... Uh, the Ronald Reagan special. Our stray cat just came into the house. <laughs> um, Get out of here. And this, I'll fucking kill you, cunt. <laughs> he loves that cat. So this uh, I do. this chick came on Newsmax, and she said she was at the rally as well. And that uh, there there was a, a lot of you know peace and love, as we've described. But at the same time, they she flat out said, these people, all of us, want them to fix this past election. And if they don't, then the talk is war. And let me tell you, those people on Newsmax about pissed their pants. We had they, um, sh- they ended the show early, like I mean, not very early, maybe a minute and a half, and flipped right into the Ronald Reagan special. They were pissing their pants. But there is a lot of 1775, 1776 talk going around. And um, well, there was uh, uh, there was the scary night thing. the night before the rally on uh, Tuesday. There uh, on top of the White House. I don't know if anybody else noticed it, but um, myself, V. Lynn, and Janet did because we did happen to just take a ride by just to see the White House and everything else on our way because it was on our way to the hotel. So we just kind of, I kind of took them on the sightseeing tour of D.C. And um, as we uh, as we drove by, um, the uh, uh, president on. The president on Tuesday, he had um, he had said that the he had said that well he had put up the 1776 uh, flag, the one with the 13 stars and the 
13 stripes, everything else. I mean, everything else about the flag was normal, but the uh, actual flag itself was the actual 1776 with the round stars, the circle of stars, instead of the normal, you know, American flag, which everybody, nobody reported on it. Nobody thought it was news. Um, when we, we heard about it, we heard that that flag was flying above the White House. I was like, fuck it. You know what? I want to go by and actually confirm this. So we drove by it. And driving by this flag, I, I got to tell you, people, I, when I saw this flag up, I I kind of giggled to myself. And Janet and both Janet and Vilan asked me, they said, why are you laughing? And I said, well, first of all, that's huge. I was like, if he's flying that flag, first of all, it, if you know anything about the flag above the White House, it takes a presidential decree for a specific flag other than the normal stars and bars to be flown above the White House. Um, it takes a presidential decree for that to happen. So that means Trump went in there and decreed that on this date, January 4th or January 5th, um, he was going to fly the Betsy Ross 1776 flag above the White House. And he did just that. And sure enough, uh, me and V. Lynn went and looked it up. He put out a presidential decree that we're going to fly the 1776 Betsy Ross flag on January 5th and it flew all day over the White House with lights on it at night and I was sitting there looking at it saying to myself I was like wow I've, I've seen a lot of shit um, I've seen a lot of people talk about starting shit but this one wow that 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 takes nuts I mean I don't care who you are that takes balls uh, driving even up to DC I saw more 1776 flags than most Americans have ever seen your whole entire life and some of them were the half moon shape with the 76 in them. That was the initial design. The actual approved design by the government was the circle. Actually, the actual first approved design of that flag was that with a circle with the 76 in the front, a little um, asterisk on the side, just kind of saying, hey, this is 1776, it's a 1776 flag. Um, it was amazing. I was like, I was blown away. I was like, holy shit, that's really cool. I've never seen that before. And when we got up there, there was a lot of people saying, you know, with the 1776 flag. But even still, after the rally, it's what I heard after the rally that had me awestruck. Because even after all the bullshit, after everybody said that we were, you know, Nazis for storming the Capitol and blah, blah, blah. They couldn't believe the Republicans would do this. They're always such nice guys. And, the, you know, we kind of got the fucking backward hand bullshit from the liberals who condoned what happened with Black Lives Matter and all the shit that happened over the summer. But now all of a sudden that Republicans did it. Oh, shit. You better. Because that's what's happening right now. In case y'all haven't seen every Republican to save their political life, Rush Limbaugh put it best. He said, everybody who has wants a political life in D.C. now, they are jumping ship. They're uh, like rats jumping off a sinking, sinking barge. Well, they're trying to save their political lives, but they might end up ending their actual lives. Well, uh, I'm not threatening anybody's life. Oh, no, I'm podcast. not threatening anyone's life well, at all. That's not what it sounds like. So um, you right. might want to watch me, what you're saying. Let me walk that back. Yeah, yeah. Please. Let me walk that please back. Please do, because I'm going to go ahead and correct you on that one, because okay. it does not sound that All way. right. So in saving their political lives, they are committing treason against the United States. There you go. That's a little better. Either way, the point being is that uh, that's what's happening right now in D.C., they are jumping ship because they are scared to death of uh, what's going to happen. And they think that 
right now Donald Trump is the losing horse in the race. And they are... They couldn't be more wrong. And on the other side, the Democrats are pissing their pants and trying to impeach him or have him removed under the 25th Amendment because they are terrified of what he is going to do in the next 10 days. Well, I, I think anybody is. As, I think, as they should be. Hey, when you have nothing left to fight for, what's the point, right? You might Honestly, well burn it all because down. Because if, if he loses at this point, if he walks away, he will, he'll not be able to freely travel because you know that there will be various states that are just going to put out arrest warrants on him. No. Just, just for shits and giggles. He, he, he's got to know all the crap that's yeah. going to come down after. His whole family will be uh, attacked and, and ostracized, if not put in jail. In jail, absolutely. So you know what? He's he's got to cross the Rubicon. Well, either way, if you look at it that way, it doesn't matter. The one guy I heard, and we still can't find it. So if any of you all out there in listener land are listening, and you know who said that, please send us an email. Um, the email link it will be attached to this message, the message that accompanies this podcast. But um, we're really dying uh, for you all to find out who who said this. But there was a guy. He was on the MSMs because that's all we got in the hotel. Unfortunately, we couldn't watch right side broadcasting. I think I think you said it was Jim Jordan. On, that's that's who on I thought it CNN. was. And of course, they've scrubbed the video now. It, it, I can't ahead, find it. But he sat there and he said, you know what? I'm con- I'm not concerned about the people who broke into the Capitol. He said, I'm concerned about the people on the other side of the doors outside the Capitol. He said, because all those people outside the doors of the Capitol they're red-blooded Americans. And he was directly referring to crowd size, what had showed up to support Trump. 6.7 million people showed up. Again, maybe 100, 200 people, 300 people maybe got into the Capitol. Okay. So you're talking 6.5 million people is roughly. No, still 6.7 million, you know? Yeah, it two or 300 it people. It wasn't 200,000 that got oh, into right, the Capitol. Oh, that's right, 200,000. Yeah, oh, my no, bad. Yeah. You're right. So it's still 6.7 million people that were sitting outside those doors. And he's sitting there and he said, all of them are red-blooded Americans. They are gun-toting red-blooded Americans. Each one of them own more guns than any person in the Senate or the House. Each one of them. They own more guns probably than anybody in the Senate and the House. My worry isn't about what they did today. My worry is about what they're going to do in the future. And when they do show back up armed, we don't have enough cops. We don't have enough soldiers that will stand up against them. There's just not enough. And at that point, they will execute every single person in this this chamber for treason because of the divide that exists between what's in the House, what's in the Senate, and what we believe the people want, as compared as to the people outside those doors, they they see that divide now. And you know what? It's it's not the divide between Democrats and Republicans. We are so far past that at this point. Well, I, I, I don't consider myself a Republican. Fuck the Republicans. Fuck the GOP. I'm done with them. I've always been done with the Democrats. It's not about that. It is well. That's not complete. That is not completely the, true. What you're saying the is not. Haves you, and the have-nots. You've it's been a liberal. Elites. I have been, and I don't get fine. You've but, not always been done with the liberals. Let's yeah, be okay. honest. You were a I tree had, hugger. I had liberal views, but I never voted Democrat because I didn't vote then because I didn't give a shit. No, this is true. Okay, so it is about the haves and the have-nots. It's the haves and the have-nots. It's the elites versus the people. Yep. And I'm sorry, but this country is we the people. It's not. 
oh, well, we the you're, you're our overlords and we're going to do whatever the fuck you say. No, no, no. That is not what this country was founded on. It's not how any of us were raised. At least I sure as shit hope not. So, um, no, I, I'm done with it. This this isn't about Republicans and Democrats anymore. This is about us versus them. It's about the people, the 90% of this country who is ruled, ruled by the 10% who thinks they're better than us. And, and we, we no longer have a voice. Again, we're back at taxation without representation. We're not again, represented. Again, we're back at uh, where we had a monarchy that wouldn't listen to our arguments. Again, we're back at that situation where we're not being listened to, that we're uh, not necessarily – it is taxation without representation because we, we are being told one thing. And we're being told that this is what we want, but this is not what we want. This is not what we voted for. And we definitely believe this was stolen from us. <laughs> Shit, we didn't vote for any of this crap. And they cannot come out and just say uh, liberals. I don't care. I have to, like I said, I listen to the liberal news media. I listen to liberal podcasting. I listen to all that shit because I, I have to. I have to do research. I can't not do that. I got to get a total picture so I can come here and spit some shit on a microphone that you might all listen to me. But um, for instance, again, the liberal there, all they say is, no, this was not um, a corrupted election. But again, I asked the question, if this is not a corrupted election, well, where's your evidence? Because you tell us that we have to have evidence because we're saying it's corrupted, but where's your evidence that it wasn't corrupted? How can you tell me after the last election where you said Russia has been involved for four fucking years and I had to go through impeachment? I had to go through Russia. I had to go through Russiagate. I had to go through, um, oh, Trump had fucking collusion, blah, 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 all the way through the fucking election. Okay, but where's your evidence that this wasn't corrupted? Where's your evidence to show me that this election was not stolen from me or my followers? Because in in case you don't know, we do actually – have that real evidence now that the election was stolen. Well, we, I won't, no, no, we don't no. say real evidence. It because, is real evidence. Well, it is an affidavit from we have Italy. A, okay. I'm af- sorry. Out, out that, of country affidavit. Yeah. Uh, no. Nope, not applied by our constitution. Just let you know. Okay. Just well, let's be real about it. They have the guy in custody who physically uploaded the software to the Leonardo SPA satellite that's controlled by the Vatican that switched the votes from Trump to Biden in the election. So if you guys haven't seen this affidavit or um, seen the video interview of the lawyer, activist, investigator who found this person, uncovered all of it. And apparently this has been all over the Italian press, but it has been so heavily covered up here that we only just got it maybe two weeks ago. But yeah, the right. funny thing is that Congress, there were a number of congressmen that were presented with this affidavit on the 6th prior to certifying the election. So they knew, they knew 100% that it was false. But the real crazy thing, and this goes a little bit deeper than just the affidavit, is the audio that we got out of Australia when we were on our way to D.C. and Uh, A friend of Janet's in Australia sent this to her and she sent it to me and I put it on my telegram as well. 
But not only did they get the guy who, well, he came forward because he knew it was wrong um, that uploaded the software that changed the votes, but they followed the money trail and they found out how it was paid for. So this woman asserts she has the bank records that those billions of dollars that we sent to Iran, those pallets of cash, I always wondered why we would send cash to Iran anyway. Isn't everything electronic transferred now? Right. For the most think. part, yeah. yeah. Well, so, well, no, Iran okay. probably still works in the 70s. So they probably uh, yeah, still I don't work know. Anyway, that. but 14 pallets of cash totaling $40 million was diverted by Obama specifically into bank accounts to pay for all of this bullshit, to pay for the the fake Russian dossier, to pay for all of Russiagate, uh, the fucking Russian collusion hoax, and now to pay for the Dominion systems and the software to buy the election for Joe Biden. That is what this woman asserts in her audio interview. And it is a freaking bombshell. Well, that is, that is. And if you haven't heard it yet, Please go to uh, Q-VLINQ presents the plan yep. in Telegram. Um, and, uh, just uh, something else real quick about Telegram. So um, I've been paying close attention to Secretary Pompeo's tweets. They have come now every 30 minutes, every 30 minutes on the 30 minute mark. Um, oh, and here's a new one. And it's not the content of the tweet so much, um, although that's pretty interesting as well. It's the it's timing. The timing. Yep. But he put something out on Parler not too long ago, and um, maybe an hour ago, and he said, call to action. Our ability, our ability to communicate will likely be shut down tomorrow. We have created a group on Telegram for all supporters of Donald J. Trump where we can communicate without censorship. Um, so if you go to Mike Pompeo SEC on Parler, that is his verified account, and he's got a link there to get to Donald Trump's Telegram so for Donald Trump supporters. Real quick, real quick, just so y'all are aware, um, the purge is real, folks. Uh, for all the know. for all the folks that are in Gilded, um, you know already because I already went the fuck off about it. I was removed my personal account, which none of you know about. And there's a reason why you don't know about it. Um, it is just my personal account. It's my actual name. And uh, I don't let a whole lot of people in there. I, yeah. Very family, few, friends. You just know. very, very few, mostly retired Pick, military buddies. Um, I, I, I basically stay in touch with my family through it. My family can upload pictures and blah, 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 that, that all that wonderful jazz. Um, but my personal Facebook was, I was booted. I am no longer there. I was Not zapped. even an email. Just I didn't even gone. get a warning. My Twitter, I had nine followers, by the way, in Twitter. They're pissed. Those nine <laughs> followers don't know what the fuck to do. I never tweeted, but those nine followers are t- pissed. Uh, ET, I, I know you, bud. I got you. Your <laughs> shitty Browns. They're probably going to lose here soon, so I'm waiting for the game to start, but God bless. I'm pulling for the Brownies. Anybody out there is a Cleveland fan. I'm pulling for you. But my Twitter Twitter is still up because my last four Twitter accounts were taken down before the purge just because they didn't like what I had to say. Um, But this one somehow, I I have tried to be a little bit better, but this one is still up, but I lost half my followers in one fell swoop because 85,000 
accounts were purged off of Twitter yesterday. 85,000. So my Twitter was Including shut the down. president. My uh, my Instagram is still up. I, I don't understand how to use Insta, but my Instagram is still there. I, again, don't know how to use it. I never linked it to my Facebook account because that's how old it is. Fuck you, young people who say, God, you're old. Yeah, we're um, old. Thanks. The, uh, I never linked it to my Facebook, so it's still there, but I doubt it will be there much longer. I did use a different name on that Instagram account, so that might be the reason they haven't found it yet, but I'm pretty sure if I go back on it, they're probably going to they're gonna deuce me out. If I post anything, they're going to get rid of me. Well, uh, so then everyone you know, fled to Parlor. No, I didn't. I never fled well, to no, Parlor. Well, no, but yesterday after the, the great purge, which is what it was, everyone fled to Parlor and Parlor ended up getting completely overwhelmed. They had to boost their servers, add on more servers. And so they had a huge rush of people come to Parlor. And then almost immediately, both Apple and Google said that they were going to remove the Parlor application from their app stores unless Parlor well, censored their users. Google is shutting down their. Well, now they're both gone. Their Google shutting down their boards for Parlor, no. which they use part of their Google. No, use, Amazon is or Amazon. So now, yeah. So Google and Apple removed the Parlor app from the app stores, and now Amazon has come out and said that they are shutting down their servers at midnight tonight. And and you said something earlier today that uh, I know you put it out in your Telegram, and I'm huh. kind of interested. I kind of wanted to hear your reasoning on it. I haven't done it yet, but I do have an update sitting in my queue waiting on my phone. On my iPhone. So that, yes, do not update your your iPhone or your Google phone because if you update your phone, it will remove your parlor. So there you go. That is part of the update. So turn off your automatic updates um, if you have parlor. If you don't have parlor, then you can actually go to parlor.com, although it'll be down in six hours. Um, We're hearing disputing reports. You know, some people are saying, or the midnight. CEO, the CEO of Parlor is actually saying that Parlor will be back up on Monday. Um, but then, of course, MSM is coming out and saying, "Well, no one wants to host Parlor since Amazon told them to fuck off." So, who so, knows? So, right now, everybody's pushing to Telegram, which sucks. Or Gab, because or, President Trump is going to Gab, and there has been some rumors that President Trump may have even purchased, purchased Gab. Gab. Yep. Um, and the reason for that was because last night. Um, when Trump got booted from Twitter uh, and a lot of people fled to Gab and it was released that he was getting a Gab account, all of a sudden Gab got rid of all of its followers, which didn't have that many, you know, but got rid of all of the followers and only followed Dan Scavino. So that raised some eyebrows. Um, And of course, you know, President Trump has been talking about releasing a new social media platform, building a new social media platform for us. Um, I do not think that that is the big announcement that he is referring to. No, no, no. Not at all. Even though he put it in the same sentence, he does like to do that to trick the other side. Well, of course. Yeah. But there's also, uh, you know, everybody says, well, where do I go now? Uh, I'm so used to using social media, blah, 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 this, that, and the other thing. Um, uh, I never really cared that much about social media, but... I am missing out on all my wonderful memes and all my wonderful friends are pissed off because I can't text them memes and say, hey, bitches, this shit's hysterical. Watch this. This is funny as fuck. Uh, So uh, there is a couple different places if you are a like-minded thinker other than Telegram that you can go to. uh, The Comedic Cabal, Gilded Trap House. uh, You have to ask for permission for entry um, and probably have to get some verification done, but... 
that is another place that a lot of us are moving to. Gilded. Uh, is one of the better uh, places so far. It hasn't been shut down yet. Of course, now that I'm saying that and I say that my personal account on Facebook was shut down, they'll probably go in there and shut that down. I'm sorry. But <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll try and prevent that. Um, so, all right. So that, that's what's going on now. So we, we covered the rally. We covered the purge. So what's going to happen next? Because that's what everybody wants to know. Well, the big... That's the $50 question. Everybody is dying for that one. And uh, I, I, I take I have three different takes on where we're going. So first of all, for all of you that believe Donald Trump uh, was the person who was going to lead and do all of this stuff, you're 190% wrong. Donald Trump was never that. Uh, I've read Q post after Q post. I've gone back in time, pulled out. Uh, 4chan, 8chan, Q posts and read them. Um, he never, ever, Q never once said that. Uh, there's nobody that has ever come out and said that. Donald Trump was merely the means to an end. Um, Donald Trump was here to expose it. Uh, it's us. It's we the people. That's who he's putting the hands back into. He's saying here, he's giving it back to us saying, I'm going to expose it. It's up to you to do something about it. Um, it, am I, am I making this a call to arms? Absolutely not. Uh, the last thing again, I want is war. It, uh, even after all the conversation I've heard this week and, uh, and I'm telling you, I've heard this and the scary part is I'm not hearing it from normal everyday fucking Joe Schmo on the road civilians. I, although I've heard it from them too. I am hearing this from retired soldiers retired operators, retired. Uh, I mean, I'm talking about people who stack bodies. They, they don't fuck around. This is not a joke. They stack bodies. They will kill whatever comes in their way. And what I'm hearing right now is more along the lines of, Hey, look, we're running out of options. Meaning our options are, <laughs> we're not just running out of options. The options are over. They're done. We've, we've exhausted them. We're at the point now where, you know, we had a little, what, a brush up at the Capitol. That and, was nothing. And holy shit, people fucking lost their fucking absolute ever living minds. Yeah, well, because they knew what the possibilities were and they're trying to shut it down now before it becomes reality. So I've got people out there that are saying there are no other options. We're, we, we did our peaceful protest and our peaceful protest has led to something that, uh, People didn't think was possible, and now now they're even trying to say, uh, "Well, was was the one I heard this morning? I heard this this morning on the MSM's Fox News, I believe, is what I was listening to. Because unfortunately, where I work, I, I can't watch anything else because I can't get right side broadcasting there. Like I said, um, but I did watch this on the news this morning, and they tried to say, "Oh well, uh, Pelosi wants to impeach Trump, and they can have charges drafted by tomorrow." And I was like, "Well, first of all, it took you three weeks just to do it." uh you know a couple months ago now you're telling me you're going to do it by tomorrow and then mitch mcconnell came out and said well the best we could do in the senate to actually hear the charges wouldn't be till the 19th of january well hold the fucking phone how the hell is that going to work when the guy's out of office supposedly on the 20th yeah uh that ain't going to happen supposedly so what's so the second impeachment round? ain't going to happen um the second route is uh well 
sometime between now and then, the, understand there are three things that have to be done for Trump to declare uh, certain parts of this whole thing. Because what everybody wants to hear is that the military becomes involved in this. For the military to become involved in this, Posse Cubitavis has to be lifted. For that to happen... What does that mean? Because I guarantee you that not everybody knows what Posse Cumitatis is. Posse Cumitatis is the thing that prevents the United States, the federal United States military troops. And I'm talking about the Navy, the Army, the Air Force, the Marines, not your uh, puddle pirates, not the Coast Guard. Sorry, puddle pirates. If you're listening to me, I apologize. I'm not making fun of you. I'm just saying you are puddle pirates. Um, not them because they're actually covered by under DHS. They're not covered under DOD. So your big ones, the army, the air force, the Navy, and the Marines, that means that prevents them from operating on us soil. And then you're going to say, well, wait a minute. They have bases all over the United States. We absolutely do. We operate within the confines of those bases. Uh, our police can't arrest, uh, an American citizen. The reason our police cannot arrest an American citizen is that would be a breach of posse comitatus. They are not allowed to work in a law enforcement capacity within the United States without posse comitatus being lifted. So how is posse comitatus lifted? There's only one way, and that is the pre a presidential decree. The president has to do it openly within an open forum. And 90% of the time, it does not have to be to Congress. <laughs> It normally is done in an extreme emergency. So in this case, it would be that he invokes his uh, War Powers Act. Or it, the, the, executive or, the executive order from September? No. You, no, that has, that's not an executive order for action. Again, you are fucking taking something out of context that's not there. That is not there. You are not listening. But doesn't that lead him because doesn't that give no. him the ability now because the DNI report was presented to Congress the day after on January 7th. Correct. Or literally it was. hours after. It was. And it proves foreign interference. You're absolutely right. But that is only an executive order for what? What was that an executive order? That was an executive order for guidance, not an executive order for action. It has to be an EOA, which is an executive order for action that he has to sign and say, hey, this is the deal. But what I'm saying is now that that foreign interference has been proven. No, it's not. Can't that lead to. But that guidance order doesn't do anything. It's just there for already guidance. under. It's just for. No, we're not. We're, no, we're, we're not. We're under a state of emergency based no, on that executive order. Are it not. Right it's there. not for action. It's for guidance. It's not for action. It does not put anything in there. There's nothing in there that says the government must react like such. No, there is not. So, again. But it shush, does say shush. that we're under a state of emergency. No, it's a perceived state of emergency. And, again, you're not listening. Uh, you are not listening. You are putting some. – you're trying to manufacture something that does not exist. My point is this. What it does do is it does open the door for the Insurrection Act. That's what I said. You no, you didn't. To me. No, you didn't. I said, can it lead to an executive order for action? <clears throat> no, it doesn't. That's not an executive order. That's something given to him within his office, the okay. holding to him in the office. All right. So that's not an executive so order the, at all. The EO thirteen eight twenty eight or whatever. That's for guidance. That I is. Know, but shut that up about it. Don't even bring it up. No. Shut the fuck act. up. It has nothing to do with okay, it. Okay. So how do we get doesn't. the insurrection act? He invokes. He invokes his war powers act. Under what premise? Guess what? The United States 
president of the United States of America can invoke war with any other country in the world for 30 days without congressional authority, without congressional approval. How do you think we jumped into Panama? How do you think we jumped into Nicaragua? So that and remove dictators in less so than thirty days. Crossing the Rubicon is invoking the War Powers Act, and, and in doing that, that will suppress. That will no. Would you shut the fuck up again? Would you fucking stop trying to go down your own rabbit hole? I'm trying to lay it out for you. So again, invoking the War Powers Act does not do anything but allow him now to say, "Hey, by the way." I'm lifting the suspension on posse cubitatis, or he suspends posse cubitatis. Only happened twice in history before. What are the two times? Civil War is one. You know what the other one was? 1963. Federal troops were used to push, put down the Watts riot, and federal troops were in states um, arresting people. That was considered. You, you don't understand how touchy posse cubitatis is. You want to you want to piss off so a liberal? When when George Bush used the insurrection the insurrection act during Katrina, he did not he did not suspend, suspend posse, posse cubitatis. cubitatis. That's correct. Okay. He did not. He never did once because we had enough law enforcement on the ground. Louisiana kept enough law enforcement. He said he threatened it. But you want to talk about a touchy subject though? You just bring up posse cubitatis to any fucking liberal, and you'll watch that liberal fucking shit his diapers because that if is they're informed enough to know what that is. Yeah. That is the scariest shit that they've ever heard. But that would be the first couple of things he does. At the same time, he does that. Uh, again, I've said this a hundred billion times to Vlin uh, and to Janet that the one thing, if Donald Trump is worth his salt or worth his weight in gold, he'll burn it down before he walks out of the White House. Which I'm is- not talking about burn down the White House. I'm saying he will burn down everything that's going on. He will release absolutely everything. Everybody says, well, he can't really do that because to declassify classified documents, he has to go back to the original classifying authority, blah, blah, blah. And give, me, and give me a hope. You need to just really just fucking <laughs> – I will put tape over your mouth and take you to the table if you do not shut your fucking mouth. Good luck with that. Holy shit. But he – Every, every nerd's going to come say, well, he's going to go back, whatever. Shut your fucking nerdish mouth and listen. He does absolutely not have to do that. When he gets the document and he deems that, guess what? This is no longer classified. He can strip it at his desk. He can scan it, burn it, and put it out on the internet at that point. He does not technically have, he does not technically need to set it to the original classified uh, classification authority to make it classified. Uh, he absolutely has that right to overthrow that. He can fucking do that. If he's worth his weight in gold, uh, if he really is serious about what he said he's, he's doing and how this is going right now, then he will do that in the next 10 days. And that will be dumped out there for everyone to see, uh, to include. And if you go down any of the rabbit holes you want to, that would include, Laptops that were stolen from the Capitol. I mean, I, I'm telling you, he's going to put it all out there if he does that at all. I hope he does in a way and in another way. I think he's going to present more as evidence and you're going to see the evidence because he has to present this shit as evidence. Um, he cannot not do that. Uh, he has to present to the American people because remember, if he uh, does call up the War Powers Act, he does – 
suspend posse comitatus, and he does use the Insurrection Act to quell what's going on right now in the government. He has 30 days. He has 30 days to make his case to the Supreme Court, which that puts us back to a document that I saw not too long ago in, I don't, I don't remember where I actually I saw it. I saw it a couple different places, but it talks about uh, weird inauguration dates. And those weird inauguration dates were all on March 4th. So if you think about it, he drops this on January 19th, 30 days from National Popcorn Day. If Let's just say it happens on January 19th and it all comes to a head. He drops that. He has 30 days. So 30 days from January 19th is what day? Anybody throwing it out there? It is January 3rd to be exact. What? 30 days? Or March, March 3rd, I mean. No, 30 days from January 19th. Yeah, it's like March third. No, it's not. It is. Not in, you got right. don't include weekends. Oh, not including so thirty business. Yeah, days. thirty business days. He has thirty working days, including to, the nineteenth, or not including the nineteenth. Not including the nineteenth. So I mean, it's roughly about. It's like March fourth, roughly, is where it ends up. March 2nd. March 2nd. So there you go. So weird dates in history, if you've ever seen, it's actually out there. There's like four of them where it was on March 4th, the inauguration actually happened. 1897 was like the first one, I believe. And then from there No, I think it was the 1700s. It went way back. It was like the first four inaugurations. Whatever. No, it was like, no, not not that, that list. The list I saw was like three of them, and they were pretty much spread out over time, but it was always March 4th. But either way, it's immaterial. My point being is it's not unheard of. It's happened before. Um, so There is precedent for it. March 4th would not be odd. It would not be a crazy thing, but that's 30 days. I mean, but I can tell you that it ain't going to be Joe Biden. Uh, either way, and there are some things, I mean, and Beelan's I'm sure going to get into this and it's going to drive me up the fucking wall because it's all conspiracy theory crap that, oh, well, I was listening to his speech and this is what he said because he said it at the 17th second of the 17th minute of the 17th hundredth of a second at the 17th millionth of a second. No, no, no. I don't well, no, no, no. I'm, I'm just saying that you like that shit and I, I can't stand that because there's no fact to it. There's nothing uh, there. No, I always tell people. You're grasping at straws when you pull this date and this date and this number and this word and try and bring it back to a Q post, okay? I say that over and over again. You're fucking grasping at straws. If you want to know what the Q post means, you want to know what the dates mean, listen to our second podcast when... Actually, it was like a first one. No, it was the second no, one where you talk about it. Make us no longer a negative Nancy, okay? okay? So um, we decoded the Q dates like right off the beginning that's the, all that shit is bullshit. There's only a couple left to play out now. There is and now. Well, now we're down to actually, I think there's one or two, but that actually are still what, what Mick was getting at a second ago was Trump's speech that he put out on January 7th. So I watched it again just the other day. Um, this is the one that they're calling his concession speech or what he, what they believe is, his which concession. first off was, most definitely not a concession speech. First off, he never said, I concede. Secondly, he never even mentioned Joe Biden's name in the entire speech. So what really struck me, what I mean, the couple things that popped out at me, because this was now the third time that I've watched it. Um, he said, let me get to that. Here we go. So first he announces the violence on the 6th. 
He says he called out the National Guard and the federal forces, which struck me as interesting because he can't call out the National Guard, can he, Mick? No, he can't activate them. At right. All. That's a, so that that state. And in this case, because it was in the actually, Capitol, it would have been Pence that would have called out the National Guard, right? Because he was the president of the it's Senate. That's actually not true. He actually can in Washington, D.C. He can call actually out the National Guard. Okay. Call out, yeah, um, National but then Guard. he said he called out federal forces to secure the building, which, yep. you know, so now we know that they commandeered the laptops, uh, reappropriated government um, equipment. Yeah. Um, for the purposes of national security. I think that's the best way to put it. The federal forces reappropriated government equipment for the purposes of national national security. Um, well, that's what I did. I mean, I reappropriated Yeah, we're not going to talk about that. Okay. That... So he also states, to those who broke the law, you will pay. And who is he talking about? Well, everybody, because, everybody supposes that it's the people who broke into the Capitol and, yet, uh, and they, uh, they stole, you know, the fucking the podium, the podium from the House yeah. or from the Senate. Yeah, yeah. Pelosi's um, gavel or so, yeah. you know. Well, no, they put their nuts. They put their nuts on her gavel. And I, I, I tell you what, too, whoever that, that guy, whoever right. that guy is, I wish that was me awesome. because I would have done the same fucking thing. But, okay. So, but I, I don't think that's the case. I think he's talking about... Uh, to all those treasonous bastards in Congress, um, you're about to pay. So, I mean, maybe as well as the ones who organize, organized and perpetrated the actual violence on the six, which would be Antifa. Because I got to tell you, I find it hard to believe that there were six. And and this is the other part that uh, kind of leads me down another road with what happened there. Because when we had the, the national broadcast system on the on the phones, on my watch, Everything started beeping and going off and doing that weird ass alarm like oh, the curfew. Uh, Amber Alert. Mm-hmm. Uh, when most Trump supporters, I mean, you should have heard all the phones in the crowd just go nuts. That was the one message that got through on their phones, which was weirder than fuck. Um, well, if you remember, they opened up the cell the cell networks for like thirty seconds before. Well, we that. had it. We had it. For, I was trying to get we through had the cell like, that we had it. Went we had it like uh, well, when we got away from the ellipse, it was weird because they let the uh, basically they let all that stuff back on again when we got away from the ellipse and, uh, well, it wasn't that they let it back on. We, we got outside of the streets. bubble. Yeah. We got away from the bubble that the president was in, but the bubble shifted when they realized that there was violence at the Capitol. So the bubble came back to the Capitol to stop or prevent people from organizing around the Capitol. Funny. I didn't hear any of those problems at BLM protests or anything like that mm-hmm. in, uh, dc earlier this year you know during the summer but anywho or in 2018 when nancy pelosi tweeted out that they should let people into the capital those protesters into the capital to to see how government works yeah well anyway um, anyway so fast forward so there we are and we're sitting there and all of a sudden we 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 had cell signal for a while we were actually making phone calls and sending uploading pictures and messages and everything and i remember because janet and Belen were both doing it i mean because i shit i wasn't taking pictures i was watching everybody else in the crowd i was more worried about getting into a fight and having to kick somebody's ass um <clears throat> just because i saw what happened every other time that trump pro you know there was a pro-trump rally in dc i was pre- i was more or less prepared waiting for the inevitable mick was freaking out because i was running around like a social butterfly and he was just doing his damnedest to keep eyes on me all the time. So we're, we're sitting there and uh, all of a sudden we got the cell signal back and then uh, shit, we had cell signal for about 20 minutes and then all of a sudden it went away again. And when it went away, uh, 
this message after the violence really started coming out and I finally got, I heard about uh, bomb bomb threats at the Capitol. My buddy had texted me, he said, hey, there's been a bomb threat there. He's like, I'm not coming down there. I've been told I can't, I've got to go somewhere else. I got to do something else. So I said, okay. Um, then we were told about, uh, we heard about the woman getting shot, Ashley Babbitt getting shot. And then we heard, and I've got a take on that too. That's going to piss a lot of you off, but hey, it is what it is. Um, and then uh, the last one we heard about was the, uh, they were in the Capitol and uh, they were attempting, uh, it was it was something weird. It was like they're attempting to uh, interrupt or intervene. I was like, how are they going to do that? It's not going to obviously happen. I know how this shit works. I know the different layers of security within the federal government. That's not, that shit ain't happening. So anyway, long story short, uh, we get this message, though, from Muriel Bowser from she's the mayor of D.C. She pumps this thing out, says, hey, there's curfew tonight, starts at 6 p.m. It will remain in effect until 6 a.m. and end up getting extended to 6 or 7 a.m., 8 a.m., I believe. 8 a.m. When we finally got the okay that we could leave the hotel the next morning. But the uh, she pumped all that crap out and. um I was like, what the fuck? And when everybody else got this message, you should have seen <coughs> everybody that was a no bullshit, straight up Trump supporter up yeah. and walked away, yeah, just up, up and, and left. Yeah, they got up and left. That's it was it. like a mass exodus from the Capitol. People were rolling out, just walking away. We were talking to them as we were leaving. We were like, well, that's, that was not what we thought it was going to be, but uh, we kind of understood it. Everybody still had a real – I mean it was really – to be there on Wednesday, it was really like uh, it was an upper and it kind of remained even after all the bullshit happened at the Capitol. That's why I've taken everything I'm hearing about the Capitol protest as, oh, well, that was a riot. It was insurrection. It was seditious. No, it wasn't seditious because, um, A, to prove sedition 90 percent of the time, you also have to prove conspiracy. And that's really difficult to do. Uh, conspiracy in a sedition is next to impossible. Go ahead and ask the Lincoln lawyers that were involved in uh, uh, the lady that was uh, involved that was hung in D.C. for Lincoln's. Uh, well, you can't really ask them because they've been dead for like 200 years. Yeah, they've been dead for a while. I've okay. been dead for a hot minute. But that is really hard to prove. To prove that sedition, to prove sedition is almost, it's like the last crime. Anybody in the federal code book wants to even look at, I can show you, I could read to you for an hour, uh, the chapter on sedition alone. It is fucking boring as all shit, but basically it's next to impossible to prove. Um, and then on top of that, then you have, they said, what else? It was seditious. Well, and, now we're domestic terrorists. Oh, well, I mean, well, that's been a thing for a hot minute on so many different levels. Let's not even talk about that. I mean, that's literally how they're portraying us as domestic terrorists. We we broke no laws. We breached no barriers. And I'm talking Mick and I personally. We broke no laws. We breached no Only barriers. Only because I kept our ass back from we breaching those barriers. We attended a political rally at the invitation of the sitting president of the United States. And then in his speech, he never made any speech that said, nothing can, that said hey, he told, incited he violence. Everyone, go home. We need peace. Go home. It's over. Go home. But no. And and then we exercised our constitutional right to peacefully protest. That's what we did. So, yeah. Hey, if anyone wants to come and talk to us, I'm happy to tell them that exact same thing from my front porch. Um, well, I mean, if they can get on, our, well, they won't be able to get on my property. So 
that's whatever. Really but okay. either way, the but point anyway, is, is so to let, get to that, to get back, back to, to where we were, which was the the avenues that we have. What's well, ahead of hold us? Hold on, now. hold on, because, because that's a, let whoa. me let me get back. This is perfect because in Trump's perfect. speech, he says that he has pursued, and his exact words, pursued every legal avenue to contest the votes. So it it's not what he says there that counts it's while it is but it's what he doesn't say that counts because there's a a heavy implication there i've pursued every legal avenue to contest the vote well that that can go two ways so what's next be careful because what you're saying now can go two ways i'm not saying that he's going to go an illegal avenue no it's not that to go a constitutional avenue it's not what i'm saying okay that's not what i'm saying at all because now what you're doing is you're grabbing that speech and you're saying well it's not it, it's not what was said. It's what's not was said. Well, at the same time, they can argue that to what took place at the Capitol. It's not what was said, but it, what it not what was said, but what was said is what they're trying to say is what inspired the riot at the Capitol or inspired those people to break into the Capitol. Mm. That was never said. There was never an argument to say, hey, look. Uh, go break into the Capitol, go after your congressman or or senator or whoever's in there and beat them up and tell them that they need to change their vote. That no was not what, that. no one said that. No, no one, one said ever that. said that. That would be inciting violence. That would be a, an insurrection. That would be truly, that would be everything seditious that they're talking about. And that is not what happened. Trump never said that. Trump said, we're going to walk down there, we're going to stand out there, and we're going to scream at the top of our lungs. There is, in that statement right there, there is nothing that says, hey, we're going to go down there, we're going to kick in the doors, we're going to kill a cop, a lady's going to get killed, and, oh, we're going to burn this bitch down, which I believe was also said during the BLM riots. So that was never said either. So I'm really confused how Trump's now being accused of sedition. When during BLM, people actually went out and said, we're going to burn this bitch down. Fucking Kamala Harris started a fund to get them out of jail. The ones that actually were inciting riots. Yep. And here we are. Perpetrating violence. They're going after Trump for the same shit. I'm just saying that shit's not going to work. I mean, it's just the the hypocrisy is stunning. It's ridiculous. I mean, you can't even fucking cut through. You can't even wade through it anymore. It's just so ridiculous. So what are our legal options via the Constitution? Well, Trump can take control of the country, basically root out all the ne'er-do-wellers and uh, basically have a, they could be confined and then tried and if found guilty, uh, they can be punished. Well, what is that punishment? Everybody asks. Well, at that point, it's treason. No, it's not fucking Gitmo. Fuck Gitmo. It's treason. Guess what? Trump is the one who put back in hangings and firing squads and firing squads back into for treason for treason specifically for the death penalty. Uh, do you think he did that nine months ago for no reason? Did you th- do you think he ago, expanded Gitmo by over a hundred percent for no reason? Because not it's every- not Gitmo. It's not Gitmo. They're not, not going to Gitmo. But not everyone is going to hang from the yard arm. Would you stop? They are not going to Gitmo. They're not going there. If they're arrested here, they're staying here. They're going to a federal prison. Yeah, oh, they will hang from a yardarm. If they're convicted of treason, I'm telling you right now, that book is very clear and concise on what it means 
what the penalties are for committing particular crimes in this country. And where where will they be tried? Military tribunals? Absolutely. It's They're not going to Gitmo. Gitmo is nothing to do with this. They will be tried on a military installation within the United States. What military installation? I can't tell you. They will be tried on. There are. What did we teach Janet? Will on our be, way. On our way. Would you shut the fuck up again? What did we teach Janet on our way up to D.C.? What did she not know anything about? Between here and D.C., there are 14 military installations, nine sub-military installations. In total, there's 23 military installations just between here and D.C. She had no idea. She was like, wait a minute. How are this? there are that many bases? And I started going through the names and listing them because I've been 90% of them. And she was completely amazed. Is it going to be at a big base? I, I don't know. You never know. You have no idea what's going to happen. Remember, this shit is going to happen. Um, it's just like sex with Kobe. It's going to happen. Not um, anymore. Not anymore. Kobe's dead. Kobe is dead. <laughs> if you're going to have sex with Kobe now, that's kind of gross. Um, well, well, actually, no, I know some I know some oh, people that God. would probably actually have sex with Kobe. Okay, so. let's, let's not yeah. go there. Um, so <sighs> President Trump ended his speech on January 7th saying... On January 7th or 6th? Which one? The, se- the 7th. This was on the 7th. Okay. He said... Well, you were speaking from the 6th one the other day. No, no. This was from the 7th. Just a minute ago. Um, well, when he said... When he told everyone to go home, that was on the 6th. But this was from the 7th. He said, to all of my wonderful supporters, I know you are disappointed, but our incredible journey is only just beginning. Okay. And you... You can read into that how you want to read into it. That could be he could be promoting twenty twenty four. You got to re- remember why they're going after impeachment right now too. And a lot of people say, "Oh well, they're going after impeachment just to shit on this fucking, you know, what he did when he was in office." His no. legacy to invalidate his entire pre- presidency. Well, that actually isn't true because he's already been impeached. So technically, can they do this? No. What they're going after is high crime, high crimes and treason. That's what they're going after. High crimes and misdemeanors and treason is what they're going after. And the reason they're going after that now is because they don't want him to run again in 2024. Now, if you have not listened to Rush Limbaugh lately, uh, I ask A, that you do, and I ask that you pray for him. Um, I did listen to him this week. He does not sound well. Uh, Being a medical professional... Or, well, not really medical. You stayed at a Holiday Inn Express last night. I did. And <laughs> I would consider myself a doctor for that because most people these days would consider themselves doctors if they <laughs> fucking stayed at Holiday Inn Express. But um, I did listen to Rush this week, and uh, Rush had a uh, – he did not – he does not sound well. Uh, I feel bad um, because I know I've been praying for him. I listen to him all the time. Uh, he did not sound well at all. Uh, if you've never heard Rush and you've never heard him live, I ask that you go listen because you might not hear him again. So I'm asking, please go listen to Rush. Uh, spend a minute. But Rush said this week that other than the reason you're seeing all these people jump, um, if he's convicted of that, that eliminates him from running in 2024. That completely subju- subjugates anything in the future for Donald Trump which would be horrible uh, for anybody. Uh, I don't care who you are. Forget his legacy. It would. It's just horrible for our party because what does that mean? Now we're back to the normal 
uh, homos that are running out there and running for fucking president. We have to deal with another Republican like who, Mitt Romney. Seriously? Oh, oh my God. I'd rather stick myself Again, my head through a we are plate back glass to window. The elites and versus we the people. Exactly. So even because there aren't, there is not two parties. We've gone over this over and over again. And Rush there's, said that too. He's, one he's the one That's that said it. that. It's That's where I, I stole that from Rush. He said there's only one party. There's not two parties. There's just one party. And then there's the haves and the have-nots. But I'll and tell you what, Jan- the have-nots. January sixth, sure as shit, showed us who all the traitors are. Yo, it did. It exposed everything. And that's my point. That's why I'm, I'm worried, but I'm not worried. I'm worried that, I like I've, I've said, I've already heard there. We we don't have any other avenues, but I've heard the other side too, which is, I saw the other side. It exposed everything. It exposed who Trump can trust. It exposed. There's like three congressmen two there's, senators there's a hundred there's a hundred congressmen and 10 senators who stood up for trump so i mean that's a, it 110 out of there's what so a hundred a hundred congressmen out of 535 yeah and 10 senators out of 51 a hundred because there's two from every state yeah, two from every state so, so. So, yeah. So again, there's going to be lots of seats open here soon. Yep. So if you're interested in politics and want to start maybe, you know, running our government, um, you should, you should put your name out there because there's going to be a lot of seats open here. And soon. no, you assholes. I'm not doing it. I'm not going to fucking, I might it by God. She can, if she wants, but I'm not going to be anywhere <laughs> near politics. I don't like politics. I tell you exactly how it is. And there's a reason for that. Yeah. Well, that's kind of what we need, but I'll be happy to do that because, but I even, don't be you know, on the bus. so rush is like, he's on the, uh, he even said the other day, it was really funny because I was listening on Friday when he did his uh, normal phone call on Friday, somebody asked him about the Patriot party. And it wasn't us. It wasn't about our party. I'm not talking about what we're trying to start here. It was just some dude. He said, hey, I heard something about this thing called the Patriot Party. What's your take? And he said, well, we're back to a third party system, uh, three parties in a one party race. And the guy said, well, wait, what do you mean? There's two. He said, there's two parties. He's like, no, there's not. There's one party. And he explained his position again on the one party system again. And he said, no, you've seen you've already seen it. He said he saw it on the 6th. He said you saw the one party basically protect the other party, and it's just really one party. It's the haves and the have-nots. And he laid that out for this gentleman, and then he said the Patriot Party. He said uh, it really depends. He said if it were me and my time, if I were voting and this was my election or something along those lines, what do I believe in? Because there's – Three or four different things there that I believe in when it comes to stuff like a new party. What is that party going to do? How is that party going to act? How is that party going to um, stand up for America? Where is that party going to fit into this one party system? And his response was this. If the Patriot Party becomes a thing, and he said uh, one of the things he likes about it right off the bat is just the name. Because the name alone inspires America. He said, well, well, that's why we chose it. How, how did America, how was America founded? It was founded on the back and blood of patriots. So he said, A, that's the first thing he likes about it. He said, second of all, he did, he has done some research in it, which I was actually very shocked to hear that he had actually done some research into what uh, us and some other parties. And I found what I found again, seven autonomous groups 
eight autonomous groups that we met there that had never met before that are all considering themselves in different states, Patriot Party members, all said the same thing. Term limits. Term limits on how long senators could run for um, get supporting. Get lifetime rid- salaries. Yep. And, and no more lobbying. And no more lobbying. All of this shit was all echoed. He said, he said, this is amazing. He said, it, it's almost, he's, he said, as, as Rush put it, he called it, it's a constitutional unicorn. He said, first of all, unicorns don't exist. And he said, it's, constant, it's a constitutional unicorn because it's the first time that it will ever be induced, introduced into this government. He said it would be amazing. Um, and we're going to do it. He said, as for war, uh, he said, and he's honest, Shapiro's honest about it now. Shapiro's been saying, he's like, I don't know how many more ways that American go, can go. There's not a whole lot left here. There's a lot of people that are really pissed off. And there's a lot of America that still hasn't figured out that there's a lot of Americans that are really pissed off. Um, to be exact, 75 million of us More that like are 85. Well, whatever that are pissed off. And we are. And there's no no doubt in my mind that there are pissed off Americans. So, OK, so go with your numbers. Say we have. 80 million, 75 million pissed off Americans. Yeah. So now you have, say, fuck, fuck all say, that. Say 10% of them stand up. Let's just say this. 10% okay? of them stand up. Well, no, let's look at numbers. Let's seven look and at a half million Americans right there. Let's look at numbers from a, a you know, a, a time before time. All right. So mm-hmm. let's look at numbers from 1775. Okay. Because. Okay? Was the last time there was a revolution in this country? 1775. 1775 is when it started. We went and started pissing on the British in 1775. Mm-hmm. The Tea Party, all of that shit, 1775. Mm-hmm. So in that population, there was roughly, uh, I think there was just under a million Americans at that point, or uh, a million British colonists living in the American colonies. Yeah, that wanted so their freedom. That wanted their freedom. 10% stood up. And fought back. A hundred thousand. Hundred thousand. Ten percent. Says a hundred thousand that stood up, said nope, no more. And fought the greatest army that the world had, had seen at that point. At that point. And no, except for maybe the Roman army. In that well, day, it started out. It the, started out the as the 10%. biggest the biggest army that the world had, the biggest standing army, the most powerful army in that time. Correct. So army and navy, actually, because the mm-hmm. navy hadn't lost the battle either. Mm-hmm. Um at that time, so that was ten. That was ten percent, and ended up being about thirty percent towards the end of the war. So, if you apply those numbers to today, what are we talking about? We're no longer talking about the three percent, because if you wonder what three percent means when you see those three percent emblems on the back of vehicles, those are the people that stood up and served in the military. Three percent of Americans stand up on every any given day, swear an oath to the Constitution that they will support and defend the Constitution of the United States of America against all enemies, foreign and domestic, and actually sign a check, a blank check, for everything and up into their life that, hey, I will stand before the enemies of this country. That's what the 3% means. When you see a 3%er emblem, that's what that means. And when the truth is revealed, which it will be soon, if you think those people that swore that oath won't stand up and protect this country from all enemies— foreign and domestic, you got another thing coming. 
Well, I, I, there's, again, going to be a 3% within the 3% because there's going to be a 3% that stay tried and true. I'm not arguing that there's going to be people that go the opposite way that think that Biden won this election. I'd like to smoke what they're smoking. I would like to fucking take a toke of whatever they're on. If it didn't make me piss hot, I would do it in a heartbeat. <laughs> I but, keep offering, babe. <laughs> That's not you, you spoke that shit and you still think Biden lost. So I don't believe that, that shit really works the same way everybody thinks it works, you know? That's true. There's people out there that are smoking better shit than you, babe. And let me tell you something. They know Biden lost. And they're like, wait a minute, where's the euphoria? There's no euphoria here. I just took this glass hey, dick. Little and secret. No euphoria. Biden lost. <laughs> so anywho, uh within that group you're gonna have three percent. But even still if you apply that against numbers today, so what are we looking at? Um, of the 75 million people that voted, let's just say that 35% of them stand up. That's over 4 million people that are going to fight. Yeah, that's a lot more than that. Actually, man. yeah, that's more than that. It's like, like 15 million, mm-hmm. 15 or 20 million, somewhere in there. Yeah, you're horrible at math. Yeah, that's second math. Yeah. Unless it's, I'm shooting, then it's a little different. I can kind of do that on the fly. We're doing the math right now. You're, you're, 26 you're million. 20, 26 million. 26 million people standing up to fight. Uh, that's that's a lot. That's an army plus. And, and uh, you know, I got to say, I, I don't know that we're going to be fighting each other. Honestly, I think we're going to be fighting the Chinese. I still keep going back to the Chinese. Yeah. Why do I think we're going to be fighting the Chinese? Let me lay it out here for you. Okay. If you haven't read her telegram, you already know. Because uh, the... Fucking Z Jean, whatever the fuck his name is, the 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 head guy in China, the Zizong president Jing. of the CCP, offered to whatever. You offered, mean yes, that dick. He offered two hundred and fifty thousand troops to come to Washington D.C. and secure the capital for Biden's inauguration. Yeah, but why did he do that? Why the fuck would we want Chinese troops in America? Yeah, but why would he do that? Because they want to fucking, fucking take over. No, he. Do you realize what has happened over the course of the last four years to the fucking Chinese economy and everything in China because of fucking Trump? Mm-hmm. Trump has put the kibosh on China. Yeah, and they don't like it. They anymore. want their money back, and they want their little puppet in office. Exactly. exactly. They want to make sure that, that they when they finger, when their finger office. twitches, so, Biden mouth opens. So yep. if you have a well, now I hear it's two hundred thousand because. Rumor, and this is pure rumor right now. Here we go. Rumor is that 50,000 troops caught Chinese troops crossed, crossed the border in Maine, and there was some kind of big battle in an underground bunker or some shit, and we wiped them all out. Which, you know, if it was anywhere but Maine, I'd be like, eh, but uh, those fuckers up in Maine, I'll tell you what, they don't put up with bullshit. So I, 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 well, think, they, I could no, potentially no, no, believe no, that. No, no, fucking Maine <laughs> is gay. I'm sorry, Maine is fake and gay. I'm calling that okay. one out right now. No, no. Stop. If it were Port, New, New Hampshire, in Maine if is it fake were, and gay. stop. But you stop. get those fucking loggers. Would up, you up shut the, the fuck the up? The woods up again. in northern Maine. Let me tell you, those fuckers will fucking. If kill it were you New Hampshire, if it were if it were New Hampshire, I completely believe it because they put it on their fucking license plate: live free or yeah. fucking die. All right. If it were New Hampshire, I would say absolutely because. Those motherfuckers put it on their fucking license plate. Look, live free or die. So I'm not joking. Let me tell you, if Chinese troops, if a quarter million Chinese soldiers showed up in D.C. this month, what do you think the American people are going to do? 
You think they're going to stand for that shit? I hope not. I hope not either. Because, uh, no. Just no. I mean, I, I hope not on a number of different levels. Not just the ones about, well... Freedom? Not just that. I mean, I'm, I hope not on the whole standpoint that, hey, look, um, we're a country. You know, there's, there's more to this that a lot of people just don't get. Um, and again, I'm... I'm going to steal this from Janet so everybody is aware. Um, real quick, we were when we were at the – and I got a feeling she's not getting on right now because I haven't heard mm-hmm. back from her, and nor has V-Lynn. So yeah. I think we're going to just going to roll with this. Um, so what we witnessed in when we were standing outside the Washington Monument, a lot of people still are asking, well, what the fuck do you all see? It was weird. We saw a dude in probably a $4,000 suit. He did not belong where he was. He was in these little wire rimmed glasses. Janet will back me up on this. She saw it just as she was the one who kind of smacked me and said, Hey, what the fuck is that over there? And we saw this dude. He had, he was not wearing any Trump gear. He was in probably about a $4,000 suit. Uh, He had really fucking nice shoes on. And for my buddy, Evan, you know what I'm talking about when I say nice shoes. I mean, these things are like loafers. Like he probably spent just a grand alone on the shoes. I was like, holy shit, those are expensive as fuck. And it wasn't exactly um, dry that day. It was kind of muddy out there. It was not the place that you would be in, a, in really nice, expensive shoes, for, for instance. Um, but this guy's out there and he had this really nice fucking long trench coat, like tweed jacket on. And that alone probably cost another grand. It was double breasted. I was like, holy shit, that's a really nice coat. He looked like a politician. He, he did not fit in. He and looked his, like a corrupt politician that was being paid by China. That's what the fuck he looked like. His pockets were bulging, which was a little weird. And the only reason me and Janet noticed this dude is because he was like handing something to these dudes that were standing there in military fatigues and body armor and cash fell on the ground. And we witnessed this. And I'm talking it's not a small role. If you took your hands and connected your index fingers together and your thumbs together, that is the roll of – that's the wad of cash that was in his hand. And a little bit of that fell on the ground, and he handed this guy a, a good chunk size of that and handed it to him. And the dude walked off with the money and put his money so in his pocket. So basically Mick and Janet literally saw some dude, not a Trump supporter, paying people in cash – not Trump supporters. Yep. Who then proceeded to the Capitol and probably were involved in the yeah. overthrowing of the you know getting into the Capitol at least. Um, so we know that shit was set up all the way. Yeah, we're we're well aware of that, and probably China was involved, but he was definitely a politician. He had the slick back hair, wire rim glasses, white dude. Just didn't fit with what was going on where we were. I mean, everybody else was bundled up. Look, it's fucking cold outside. It, it was, was really cold. It was cold on Wednesday. It, it was cutting through your clothes cold. And we were standing out there in just sweatshirts that we had just purchased. I mean, we online. had some serious la- layers on, but it was still freaking cold. I mean, it, it was not hurting cold, but it was enough that it was like, fuck, I'm cold. We were shivering pretty much the whole damn day until we got back to the hotel. Yeah. Shit, we jacked the heat up to like 75 degrees in the hotel room just trying to defrost for a while. It was nuts. Uh, and if you heard any of our live stuff on Gilded, you've heard all of that. So 
you knew that it was not warm that day. And we did go live a couple of day, a couple of times that day, just talking to everybody and gilded just to let them know that we were okay. I don't think they heard us though, because all the networks were down. I, no, no, they heard us when we got back to the hotel. Okay, I'm yeah, talking right. before that. I mean, yeah. yeah, probably before that, you probably didn't hear us much, but we tried to get out some messages to let everybody know we were all right. So what should people do right now? Just be ready. Honestly, just be ready. I mean, I'm ready. I've, uh, I've taken count. I've got stock. I know where I've got, where I've got little holes that I need to fill in, but just be ready. Uh, be ready for anything because when this happens, it's now that we're getting down to the last couple of days, it, we're down to 10 days. I mean, uh, we're under, uh, we're, no, under, we're on 10 days we're, on 10 days we're right down now. to the wire and stuff is really, I mean, it's going to start I, moving I, fast. I would anticipate in the next 24 to 48 hours, we're going to see some serious shit moving shit going on. Yep. And, and that's what we're going to see. There's already stuff going down. There's already arrests being made. I guarantee it. I've heard it from a bunch of people already. Um, but Lynn Wood put out a tweet about the Pope being arrested. Yeah. And there's some, you know, yeah, poss- possibly. I mean, we um, already heard that. I mean, that would be he, huge. He also put out a tweet saying prepare for an imminent blackout. I don't know if that's a blackout of communications or a, a, an electrical blackout. I mean, the Vatican went black yesterday. Pakistan went black yesterday. Um, parts of Berlin went black yesterday. Yep. Um, and that was, that's, that's not. It's indicative of other yeah. things going on. It's, it's, and uh, Quebec went into a uh, lockdown last night. They have closed the borders to Canada. They are on a military curfew there. And my understanding from a couple of different people that I've spoken to or heard from was that they are, they have closed the borders in order to keep people from fleeing the United States. Canucks. The so, Canucks are closing the border. That's a big deal. So they don't just do that. Um, and I had initially said when I heard that Canada had shut down and put in a curfew, I was like, you know, I'm not sure what this is about. Historically, it's it's, you know, precedent is they'll do that to hide troop movements. Um, but now I'm hearing that it is literally to prevent people from fleeing because, mind you, there are somewhere between 200 and 500,000 indictments, sealed indictments. That are just waiting to be unsealed so that they can all Well, be that we believe. We believe. I know of 200,000 confirmed, and I've From heard who? rumors of up to 500,000. From who, though? Well, I'd love to know who you heard that from, because I have not heard that. I know who I know. and Uh-huh. I mean, I know you know who you know, but yes. there's... Anywho, um, there's lots of indictments sitting out there. And, well, I, I can tell you, actually, Simon Park said it on his podcast that he put out today in his January 10th update. And that confirmed other information that I had received. So, right there. And, you know, some people, I don't know, Simon Parks, a lot of his information mirrors ours to the point where sometimes I think we have the same source. Or the two of you Which have the same Which is a scary thought because if I do, if he's talking to the same person I'm talking to, and I know I know who I'm talking to. And yeah. as a matter of fact, my guy's been <laughs> very busy the last I know seventy two hours. He's been extremely busy. Um, he has uh, reached out to me and the only thing he reached out he reached out the other day. Eyes up, be ready. Eyes up and be ready because Whatever's coming, it's coming. I can tell you what I was told before this took place, the, the thing that kind of echoed what 
the other person on that other place on that other chat on that other web uh, the podcast said uh, what he supposedly heard and what I heard uh, I can tell you that has not happened yet uh, was it stopped by what took place the other day at the Capitol there there's a possibility of that um, I've heard that that took a lot of optics away from what they wanted to do but but at the same time, I think they it, used that to their advantage because they did not. It also showed something else that having the evidence of the international aspects, which they now have to deal with. Because I'm sorry, Italy did it. Well, at least the fucking Vatican did it. The Vatican's involved. The Vatican is we involved. Believe. Um, There's Vatican involvement. I, which I I'm a Catholic, heard, so I also if I'm heard saying that, that the Italian Prime Minister was arrested today. Well, I have not heard that yet. That's some shit coming out, too. So, um, and I watched uh, two separate flights now escorted by the military. One two days ago that went to, it looked like it landed in Arizona, which you and I know it's in Arizona. I'm not going to put it out there. Um, and I think that was the actual witness, the guy that uploaded the software to the Leonardo SBA uh, satellite that's controlled by the Vatican that switched the boats. But then the... Which drives me nuts because, again... The Vatican doesn't have a space program. No, so they leased the satellites from Italy. Yeah, but what? Where did the satellite come from? It's Italian. No, it's not. No, it's not. It's fucking American, probably. No, it's not. What is it? It's Chinese. Of course it is. How the fuck did you figure that out? <laughs> nah, I don't know. That one I knew, and I was kind of like, you okay. cannot, you you keep telling me about a, a Vatican space program when they I don't have. I didn't tell you about astronaut. a Vatican space program. Yeah, but, I told you about a Vatican satellite that that is completely different from a space program. <laughs> Everyone has satellites, okay? Cellular satellites and fucking spy satellites and whatever. Google has fucking satellites, right? They they have a picture of our house. Where do you think that fucking comes from? It comes from a satellite. It comes from a van. Well, then they're out of date because that picture is like six months old. So they need to drive by our house and update that shit. But regardless. Um, now they're coming from drones, to be honest with you. So, but the interesting thing Cheaper. is that, you know, apparently the data, and this was in that um, affidavit or the, the testimony of the guy who has already been in court in Italy. So the data went from here, the United States. To Germany, to the satellite, uh, the Leonardo Spa satellite. Well, actually, where it was changed, and then it went back to Germany. No, not to Germany. And then it went to Italy. Frankfurt. No, it went from Frankfurt to Italy, back to Frankfurt, back to here. Frankfurt to Italy. Uh-huh. Then up to the satellite, then back down to Italy, and back to Frankfurt. Correct. And so, then to the United but States. you were completely skipping over the Italy part, is what I'm getting at. You're. Yeah, because Italy's in this up to their asses, too. And apparently MI6 is involved as well. And you know fucking Boris is over there shitting his pants right now because he does not. If MI6 is involved, I'm going to tell you right now, if MI6 is involved, MI6 is not involved in the way you think it's involved. I guarantee MI6 is involved in the way of this is coming out through MI6 because there's no way. Britain knows that they can't stand without us. We are the ones that step between them and the bridge. There were some... My understanding was that MI5 was not involved. Not that I like the British at all. I know, but, but my understanding is that MI5 was not involved. MI6 was involved without the knowledge of Parliament. 
Well, that's fine. They do a lot of shit. Yeah, well, apparently they did a lot of nasty shit that they shouldn't have gotten into, and it kind of fucked the British government on this one. Well, we'll find out. So we will find out, and we will find out in the next 10 days. Like I said, be ready. That's all I can tell you. Be ready. I can't, I can't tell you what's going to happen. I, I'm, I can look only so far into the future. Go to Sam's Club or Costco or whatever's nearby you and Pick some buy, shit up. buy a couple cases of water. and Get some, some ramen. Some, yeah, some ramen, some some food that you can potentially cook without electricity, stuff to go on the grill, you know, things like that. If nothing happens, then you have extra food. It's not like it's going to go bad. Fucking eat it, right? You're going to get shelf-stable food, food for a month. So if nothing happens, you have food for a month. If shit does happen, you're prepared. You're prepared. And don't think, hey, if you're listening, guess what? If you're listening to this podcast and you think, well... I'm not fucking fighting. Fuck that shit. I'm going to run in the hills and hide. Guess what? If you're listening to this podcast, you're already fighting. You've already picked a side. You've already chosen a route to go. Because that's where we're at. It is time to choose sides. Um, You're no longer in the middle. You're either. You've already already picked a side. No, no, no. Stop, 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 stop. Shut up. You have already fought. You've already stood up because you woke up. This is my issue, right? You have. I watched 6.7 million red pill woke motherfuckers standing in front of me on Wednesday. That's what I watched. And to imagine that, just to, to, to grasp that number, which you can't without seeing actual picture evidence of it. What now? What is 6.7 million red pill woke motherfuckers do? What do 75 million red pill woke motherfuckers do? Now we sit back, we take stock of what we have, and we move forward. What's moving forward? I'm. This is not a call to arms. Do not mistake what I am saying. I do not want to see wars a, a war on my own shore. Trust me, that's not what I'm calling for. What I'm calling for now is that we have to we have to make a stand somewhere. Eventually, we have to put our feet down. We have to dig our heels in. And say no more. This shit's got to stop. Because we're, we're fed up. Raise we're, our children in a communist country. I, I, I'm not. I'm hearing all sorts of craziness. And go ahead, look this one up. Go for it. Because I heard this one the other day, and it was confirmed to me within less than 25 minutes by both uh, Deplorable Janet and Velen. Because I had two of the best queens of looking shit up instantaneously in seconds. Look it up because I, I got a, a buddy of mine who asked me about it said, hey, what about I heard that Kamala Harris cannot be president of the United States? I was like, I have not heard that. Let me ask some people that I know I have sitting at my house right now that can look this shit up. Called, made a phone call. Five minutes later, got the answer. Boom, right there. She sure can't because neither one of her parents were naturalized U.S. citizens. Well, how the fuck? Is she going – she is the right now vice president-elect. How is that possible? Because per the Constitution, in order for you to be born a naturalized <coughs> citizen, one or both of your parents needs to be a resident a resident of the United States for five years. Prior to your, so, your birth. Prior to your birth. So although she was born in the United <coughs> States and she is technically a citizen – she is not a naturalized U.S. citizen because neither of her parents lived here for five years prior to her birth. So uh, you now have an issue 
there's a, another constitutional crisis that comes into effect here because how the fuck is she going to be vice president? My point is this. There's going to be more and more shit that comes out. You're all woke now. Now what do we do? Where do we go? Who organizes us? That's the question. I'm, I'm merely the conveyance to that question. You've listened to me now. You've heard me past podcasts. I've said the same thing. What do we do? Where are we at? We are not at the time for kicking in doors and stacking bodies. We are still in tactical patience mode for 10 more days at least. At least 10 more days. What happens in 10 days? We're all going to find out together. And we're all on this train and whether the bitch derails and I mean bad derails like it sees a corner and says, you know what? Fuck it. I'm not slowing down. It speeds up and busts right through that some bitch. Then that's what we do. But there is a reason that they have killed all of our communication networks. There was a reason for the Twitter purge. There's a reason for the Facebook Facebook purge. There is a reason that they are trying to shut down parlor. They do not want us to communicate. The running joke right now is that conservatives are banned from buying pigeons because they don't want us to communicate. So uh, that's and why don't they want God us truth. to communicate? Because they are terrified that if we they organize, are what happens? Their pants that we are going to organize, get together, stand up, and take back our fucking country. So I can't say it any better, folks. That's I where mean, we're at. This is this is it. This is the end of it. Um, we're coming down to the last 10 days. Be ready, be prepared, be ready to go because when it happens, it's going to be quick. Um, if you don't have a go bag, a go bag packed by now, uh, get yourself a bag, pack some shit in it, make sure you're ready to go that you can leave at a moment's notice. Um, we're, you know, there might come a time where we're calling the Minutemen back up and there's a reason why they call it Minutemen. Uh, because within a minute's notice, they can be ready to go and go anywhere where they need to be. Um, But I will say this too. I think that they want civil war. I think that was part of the reason for the riots over the summer. Um, They don't want civil war like this, but I do think that if it comes to that, then we are especially even more vulnerable to a foreign invasion. Absolutely. Well, even, even a revolution. If we fight each other, which unfortunately it may come down to, and it's not because we're enemies. It's because they have set us against each other. The real enemy is the elites. The real enemy is the one who's fucking trying to rule over you. The real enemy is going to be China. Yep. And, Maybe Russia even, because I've heard rumors of that, that they are both looking to invade us. So I'll tell you what, we're all Americans. Remember. If we fight each other and then the Chinese land on our shores, guess what? It's going to be like the fucking Irish in Braveheart, right? When the Irish landed, oh no, this is my island. And the Irish showed up to fight them and they turned around and turned sides because that's what's going to happen. We can fight each other all day long. But if some fucking Chinese or Russians show up on our shore, then guess what? My The enemy of my enemy is now my friend. And what we have to remember, too, at the same time that you have, uh, if that comes to that, it, it, it's, it's A, not going to be pretty. B, we're going to be fighting for our lives. And C, um, I'm always reminded of history. And if you look at anything in history, you know, there's uh, kingdoms fall. 
rains fall. They, if you, it doesn't matter. I mean, look at the Roman Empire. We are Rome. They lasted for so long. We're there. And they fell. And when they fell, it was not pretty. They fell hard. They, you know, pulled back from all over the world. And then eventually Rome fell itself. Um, and they imploded. They basically imploded on themselves. As we have been doing for years now, decades even. But and especially it, in the fucking vitriol cancel culture that's been going on in the last year, they accelerated our imploding to bring us to this point. And I tell you, I got to look at, you know, I, I think back and I, I know everybody's like, well, he's a gigantic liberal, but uh, uh, the comedian, uh, I just brought him up. the other Which night. one? They're all fucking liberals. No, fucking. Um, he died. He did all the, um, uh, the one I love from George Carlin. George Carlin. He said it best. He, he, he said, wasn't really a liberal, though. He said that th- this is the pussification of the American male. Um he talked about how Americans have be, become pussies that, you know, men in America have become pussies. It's Look true. at like mainstream media has turned you into a beta bitch so that you don't have the balls to stand up and fight for your country. Like the Sturgis rallies. He talked about the Sturgis rallies, the motorcycle rallies in Sturgis, South Dakota. He talked about how the uh, motorcycle rallies, you know, it went from guys riding in, you know, with their women on the back of their motorcycles for days to get there to these ass clowns that show up with trailers 20 miles outside of Sturgis, unload their bikes out of their trailers, ride down the road like they've been riding all the way across the country when in actuality they had their bikes trucked in in the back of the vehicles and they rode in just the 20 miles into town. Yeah, so don't be a beta bitch because you're going to have to stand up for your freedoms and your rights and your country. That time... It, unfortunately, we are barreling down that track, and I, I don't see any exits. We don't. We, we're losing exits. It, that's the problem. Is there are exits there, but they're quickly getting cut off, and we are being almost railroaded into something. I'm almost positive America does not want to go to, and I'm scared because I believe that we're going that direction, and uh, it might come point where I get to go into my old fashion, where I'm really happy just stacking bodies and. I don't have a problem doing it, but what I'm concerned about is where we go after that. Mick said something very telling the other day. Actually, when we were at the rally, he said, I never imagined fighting overseas that one day I might have to fight for our freedom in our own country. And unfortunately, that may be the case. It's coming. If we're not careful, if we're not, if we're not careful, we don't. Watch the signs. I'll I'll tell you this. Nobody wants war. No one wants that coming on our streets. No one wants to fight their neighbors and their friends over some fucking stupid politics that has deliberately divided us. No one wants that. And there's no good reason for it. There's no good reason for it. But at the same time, we're not going to sacrifice our freedom and our country to a foreign entity, that's com- for communism, sure. the new world order, globalism, whatever it is, you know, the great reset is not going to yeah, happen are, on we, that we level. Will, we will not let that. Happen. We, we will reset. So we don't want war, but we're not scared of it either. For instance, I, I said it earlier today that if, if it's brought to me, I sure as hell ain't going to start it, but I'm sure as hell not going to lose it. 
Yeah, we're not walking If you away. bring it here, that's fine. I ain't going to start it, but I sure as hell ain't going to lose it either. I will I will ensure that I stack bodies before that happens. So Join or get stacked. That's what it becomes. It, the time has come to pick a side. And I hope everyone listening, I pray everyone listening, is in the side of America, is on the side of our country, is on the side of your friends and your neighbors, because you may not realize it, but all of that is at risk. Our country, our freedoms, everything that we have grown up believing that we are entitled to, all of that is at risk right now. And if you don't stand up and say, I'm not going to take it anymore, then guess what? You're going to lose it. Yeah. It, it, it can't be said any more clearly than that. Um, I, uh, I don't know what else to say other than that. We've covered it all. Uh, For now, as more news comes out, we, we, we may end up doing another podcast sooner rather than later. Um, shit, baby, if we keep going the way we're going, we might as well start doing daily ones here. No soon. shit. I mean, this is getting. I, I mean, the, this the, is getting so hot. But again, the news. I, I I try and post things as I find them on my Telegram. Um, go to Telegram again. Go, go to go Telegram. To, it is Q dash Q presents the plan. Um, and I'll, I try and keep you up to date as much as possible with all the little the little gems that I find amongst all the shit of the news that's out there. It's, it's really hard to dig through. It's kind of gross sometimes, but I do the best I can to keep everybody informed. So check it out. Um, and we're getting there. Keep fighting, keep fighting and don't lose hope because that's all I've heard all day is it's over. It's over. It's over. It is not over. There's it's anything but over. It's not over. Think about what's happened in the last 10 days. Think about what's happened in the previous 10 days. Think about what's happened in the last 10 hours. If you've been paying attention, it's not over. We have yeah. plenty of time and there is the best is yet to come. And it really is, uh, again, for myself and VLAN, a make, uh, Yeah.